This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thank you for making us a part of your morning. We had mentioned Glenn Fry earlier, mentioned uh, Phil Collins earlier. Both of them made appearances on this show. Yeah. So this was my this was my show for a minute. I was down <laughs> there when they were doing this thing. It's, okay. It's, oh man. Um, but yeah, that that fill that drum fill from um, was it in the night tonight? In the uh, air. Tonight. In the air tonight. What mm-hmm. I say in the night tonight? In the air tonight from that. Uh, <laughs> From that cut Corvette, it wasn't a Porsche. <laughs> Trying to mess with us all those years. Uh, again, top of the 9 o'clock hour, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a special good morning to you find folks in Buford. Find folks in Buford. Buford. One of uh, the wolves. One of those teams that you have regularly talked about in how well they have performed but over not, the not years. But not just football now. Bu- Bu- Buford. I didn't they, say just football. They, I just they, said they, you they, have mentioned them. They're they trying to beat you in everything up there. Really? Oh, you name it. Lacrosse? Yeah, that too. Swimming? They, they, they don't have a swim team. They don't, they don't have, have a swim team. Well, so come they got a swim, swim team? team. Everybody don't have a swim team. Okay, well, you got to have, have a pool. One. You got to have a pool somebody. How you have a big old high school and you ain't got a pool? Oh, you have to ask Got a pond? How about a pond? Pond's good for you. <laughs> oh, you gonna throw me in the oh, throw me in the pond? Yeah, we yeah. are weeks away. <laughs> Just, the, we're very close there. to the major league baseball. See what kind of water moccasin comes walling up there to you? All star game. Thanks, thanks a lot, man. Uh, check out Odyssey's <laughs> big time baseball podcast with Cody Decker, Tony Gwynn Jr., and Major League Baseball insider John Heyman. They cover all things Major League Baseball. If you're looking for the inside scoop on what's happening, baseball from the field to the clubhouse and front office, then this is the podcast for you. New episodes of Big Time Baseball every Monday on Odyssey. Whenever you get your podcast. Yeah. So be sure to check it out. I'm looking on Twitter. Tree is on here. Tree says the program. I beg your pardon? Tree. Oh, you're talking about our poll? Yeah. He says the, oh. pro- says the program. Okay. In case you were just tuning in, we have our, uh, we are the la- probably the last ones to do this, but this is our first opportunity to make a little mention about the passing of some of the folks we lost this past week. Listen, if you're just tuning in and you didn't know this, Paulie Walnuts from the, uh, from the Sopranos. Um, Tony Sirico, he uh, passed away. I mean, really, Ray Liotta, you got uh, Tony Sirico, you got now James Kahn. A guy, did you know that he was he was voted Italian of the Year twice? James Kahn. No. Yes, he was. He did was he was voted Italian of the Year. Forgot the society who gave him this, but he mentions this and he laughs at it. You know why? He's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I guess he would. I mean, the first time you got that that memo, you would think, well, okay, we'll yeah, take him off yeah, the list. Yeah. No, <laughs> they gave it to him twice. Again. James Conn. Wow. That's oh. the distinction he takes with him. Amazing. So, yeah, anyway, um, rest in peace. And so the poll question today was, what was your favorite James Conn movie? Right? And we gave you the obvious ones, but we also threw other on there. Godfather, Misery, and uh, Brian Song. Well, I'm going to. Um, but but I'm, we're disappointed because our producer has never seen Godfather. Or if he did, it was a drive-by, and he doesn't remember anything about it. And he hasn't seen Brian's song. The one movie that men, decades ago, were given the permission to cry at, openly. The story of Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers and their relationship when they joined the Bears, the first interracial roommates in professional sports. and But just great performances by uh, James Caan and Lando Calrissian. If you're a Star Wars fan, you know who Billy D is, and you don't drink malt liquor. Uh, but we want to bring our guests on here. I want to ask him that question too. Joe, uh, Joe Patrick, joining us here. Usually wearing a few hats, but we're going to talk baseball with him first. But do you got a favorite James Con movie, or is it the obvious with Godfather? I mean, yeah, for me, it's I, it's maybe a lame answer, but it's the Godfather. I mean, and uh, man, Eric Eric hasn't seen Godfather. That's crazy. I'm, I got to admit, I haven't seen Brian's song either, which is kind of a confession that I have to make because uh, I know that's a really famous one. Get around, maybe I'll watch it this weekend, um, just in honor of, of Jimmy Conn. But uh, yeah, man, Godfather. How can you how can you say anything else? In my opinion, I mean that's a iconic, legendary movie. You know, and, it's one and, of those ones that you never forget seeing. Not only that, he is in two of the most cringeworthy scenes in movie history. When he was, uh, uh, Eric, you're just going to have to just, you know, sorry, spoiler alert, but when he gets taken out in The Godfather at the toll booth, that's Mm -hmm. one, but in Misery, when she wants to make sure he's not leaving that house again, and she puts the block between his ankles and does what he does, does what she does, Mm -hmm. Kathy Bates, (laughs) I just just cringe Think you guys have never seen that? Between his, no. Okay, Hell so yeah, you have man. to see this. That's, you have to see fine. Misery. She is she is this manic uh, fan of his. He's a writer, and she kidnaps him, mm. and she does things to him throughout this. And then you know he tries to escape, and then to keep him from escaping, she does something to him, which I think the word she used in the movie was blocking or something like that. I don't know. And it but, wasn't like football blocking. No, <laughs> no, no. But she, she, it's, it's it is absolutely cringeworthy when you think about it, and it will stay with you if you've never seen it before. Go check out uh, Misery. Anyway, Eric, I mean Eric, um, Joe. Thank you, man. We're gonna just talk baseball with you. I hope you don't yeah. mind. And um, yeah, absolutely. As we approach the All Star break, we've been speculating on how many of the pitchers are going to be uh, on that flight out to L.A. What about yourself? Oh man, um, gosh, I haven't even really thought about it. But let's see. You got to have Kyle Wright there, I think. Uh, he, I mean, he hell, he was probably up as one of the Cy Young guys earlier at some point this season. So him, Max Reed, I think AJ Minter has earned himself a spot, honestly. Um, uh, yeah, maybe three pitchers. I don't know. I always feel like we want to over overstate how many players are going to go and represent uh, because we see them play all the time, and then you forget that there's actually you know a whole league of other players out there that are also competing for a finite amount of spots. But um, either way, I mean, I think the Braves, it's actually amazing just to see the amount of contenders that they've had on these lists for the All-Star Games, especially this year. It's like they kind of got hard done by only sent, only having Ron Acuna in the, in the starting 
um, in the starting lineup because they've got so many guys in second place on these lists. It's kind of amazing. It just shows how good the Braves have been, uh, especially you know since the start of June. Absolutely. So who do you expect? We talked about the pitchers. Who else? And could we see both catchers? Could both catchers yeah. make it? Well, that's a, that's a crazy – that's one of the craziest things. Talking about guys finishing in second place, it, it appears, you know, that Travis Darnot would have finished in second place among catchers, and then William Contreras would have finished in second place for the DH position. <laughs> um, I guess because, you know, I, I kind of wonder if maybe uh, they ate into their votes a little bit because they were both kind of competing for the same position. But, yeah, I mean, it's just unbelievable uh, that, that the Braves have had that much production from the catcher position between those two guys that, you know, it's such a struggle. It's just a such a tough position for so many teams to find solutions because obviously the job of a catcher is so difficult. you got to manage so many things with the – the uh, the pitching staff and obviously I think that's where teams really they I feel like a lot of teams anything they get offensively from their catchers is kind of icing on the cake nowadays they're much more concerned with them you know being good defensive catchers and and calling good games and things like that um, so for the Braves to have those two guys up there are is is extraordinary um, yeah so I think I'll, I'll let's see I'm, I'll go through the pitchers right now I think Kyle Wright will get there I think Max Reed will get there and yeah I think AJ Minter will get there. So that's three. Am I missing somebody? Or have you? I don't, you guys have obviously discussed this. I'm just. I'm just. Well, we were speculating too. We just. Head. We just wanted to see what you would say. Hey, listen, it, here's the nice part about it: is we know a few of them are going. Let's just sit back and watch and see because this is a great conversation. Because there are some years you're going, man. I hope one of the Braves are chosen, and you ain't got to worry about yeah. that now. You know, it's how many you're going to go. Joe Patrick. Right. Joe Patrick joining Sam and Greg here, at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. The other crazy part about that is, you're talking about the catchers being there, I can't remember when, but I'm sure that's a stat that Joe or somebody can dig up here. You're talking about then two brothers. You're talking about brothers that will yeah. be in the All-Star game. When's the last time that happened? That's incri- It's just a crazy story. And not only two brothers, but two brothers coming from Venezuela, which is obviously like you know a, a very tough place to have been you know brought up and to to have you know two brothers come up and make their way to the United States and being and playing in Major League Baseball, let alone in and of itself, is an incredible story. For them both to be among the best at their jobs in in, in right. the sport uh, is absolutely unbelievable. You can't say enough about what those two guys have gone through in their in their lives, honestly, uh, and then just to work themselves up to to the point they're at now is absolutely incredible. Spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Joe Patrick. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at JAPatrick200, at JAPatrick200. Okay, last night, um, the Big 12 2 win to open the series against Washington. You got Kyle Wright going today. But do we start looking to what's coming up first of the week? Because seems like first place will be hanging in the balance first of the week. I don't know if that's what you saw coming, but we're in for a treat. Uh, we knew it was going to be special when we got to the Mets, but you know it could be first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was lucky to be at the uh, series with the Dodgers uh, a couple weeks ago, when, when or about a week ago or so, when Freddie Freeman came into town. Um, that experience being in that stadium, aside from the Freddie Freeman stuff, which was great, but aside from that, the games felt like playoff atmospheres, and it felt like playoff baseball. It felt like you were watching two teams who knew they were going to be going up against each other in the playoffs at some point, like they had the last two years. 
And um, and part of it was down to the fact that because Freddie Freeman was coming back, the stadium was absolutely packed to the gills, uh, which just adds to that level of atmosphere. I think we're going to see a very similar kind of feeling uh, against the Mets when they come into town to start the week. I mean, this is going to feel like a playoff series. And I feel like this is when we are finally going to feel like a big time rivalry has, you know, has kind of, you know, reawoken between these two teams. I don't know. A lot of people probably don't remember how much of a rivalry this really was uh, kind of back in the, what was it, like the early 2000s? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, when, especially when Tom Glavin made the move and it was like, it was some pretty bad blood. And I think that, you know, now that the Mets have kind of, you know, they've built themselves up uh, with, with behind Steve Cohen, the new owner there. And I think they're going to be rivals for a long time here at the top of the division. I think that this series in particular is going to be the one where we feel like, okay, yeah, these two teams are the top dogs in this division, which they obviously have proven themselves to be so far this season. I just can't wait for it because I love that atmosphere. And when you get that kind of level of baseball, the players also get into it. I feel like they give you their best. And I feel like that's just what we're going to get when these two teams go at it. And you're right. I mean, it's going to feel like playoff stakes because, you know, the, the, the you know, jockeying for, for uh, the seating in the division is going to be up on the line, and the Braves could very well take first place in the division by the time that series is over. Joe Patrick joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Give me your thoughts on this, man. Me, you, Sam, Eric, everybody is enjoying watching Michael Harris right now. And Snickers talked about the few adjustments that he has made at the plate so far, and that's all well and fine. But we've been watching baseball long enough to know – that the baseball gods, if you will, will rain down on him, and this is when you're going to see the sustainability of his career and the, those real adjustments when he faces guys where he don't see a fastball for a, a month and want to see how he attacks that. I'm cool with what he does out there in the field. Show me, remind me every once in a while of Andrew Jones and make some great, play, great, great plays out there. But are you waiting to see what he does when the slump hits? And how he adjusts yeah. there, because that's coming. Yeah. You know it. Yeah, you know it's coming to to some extent. It's all about how how quick can he weather that slump and turn around. I mean, I think that you know that's the story of every hitter in baseball, and even the great hitters nowadays will still go through stretches where they aren't seeing the ball well, or or a mechanic is off, or something that kind of gets them off. And it's the the best guys in the world are able to adjust extremely quickly and, and not let those slumps be too prolonged. And so that is going to be the big thing. And for anybody who's doubting that it could possibly ever happen, because it, it seems like it would never would with the way that we see him play every night. Uh, just remember Austin Riley, when he came up, when he was a rookie in 2019, um, was absolutely lights out on fire, hitting like in the 320s and, uh, you know, just crushing homers for about six weeks. And right. then to your point, Greg, they, they just stopped throwing the basketball. Yep, yep. And then uh, <laughs> got a lot more difficult for him. So, well, yeah, Dansby I mean, goes I, I through it too. Michael Harris wants to weather that. Yeah, yeah, Dan- oh, yeah, totally, totally. I will say though, I will say the one thing that gives me hope, or the, the thing that you know makes me so excited about Michael Harris, is that he gets this big, he gets this call up to the big leagues for the first time in his career. Obviously, a big achievement for him, and he actually elevates his game to another level that I don't think that. I think if you were at, at, to ask Michael Harris, he would tell you he's playing the best baseball he's ever played in his life. And that is really impressive for a young kid to come up a level in competition and improve his performance, not let that kind of over, not let that, that level of competition overwhelm him and, and get him into, into a, you know, a bad mindset. So 
that gives me hope that he will be a guy who is able to get through some of his slumps rather quickly. And and to your point, it's so beneficial that he offers so many other good things to this team in the field and on, on the base pass that he's never he's never going to have a super low floor when he does get into one of those kinds of, of, of bad slumps. Joe Patrick spending time with us here on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Joe, we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning, uh, especially all that's going on with our Braves. We're hoping the rain will subside. They're able to get the game in today. Yeah. But, of course, we're looking ahead to the Mets coming in and that fight for first place. Exciting times. Yeah. Exciting yeah. times. Yeah, buddy. Baseball team. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Absolutely. we got to talk about getting his dude out to Lake Tahoe, too. He would love – I can't go out there anymore. He needs to go out and cover that American Century Classic. This is a guy. He would love it. Joe, we're going to talk to you soon. Appreciate you getting up and being part of the show. Uh, coming up, we have got Michael Irvin later on this hour, but we got a couple things we need to like kind of put a bow on. We're going to cl- close up our uh, po- poll question. And also got to let you know about a couple podcasts that are going on under the Odyssey umbrella. That is all coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this ninth day of July. Appreciate you guys making us a part. Your Saturday morning, one of the minds you, Kenny Maine has joined the Odyssey family with a new podcast. Hey, Maine. Each week, Kenny's going to talk to somebody he knows and somebody he's fascinated by a lot. Athletes, musicians, celebrities, just about anyone else. A couple episodes have already aired. You want to download Hey, Maine on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Let's put a wrap on today's um, These guys just you just heard, just heard here, Tony, 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 yeah. uh, played opening ceremonies for the World Games over in Birmingham. Folks. Um, Birmingham's like a two and a half hour drive from here. They got the World Games. Right. It's kind of like an off season Olympics, and uh, I didn't realize it was going to be as big and as nice as it is. So I think I may go over one day and check it out. I mean, there's some a lot of folks who are probably competing on some teams for Team USA that are from our area, but uh, the opening ceremony is Tony, Tony, Tony. The Alabama played <laughs> Boosie Collins. You know, he, what's that song? The loot. I got the loot. Something I got. Tony, Tony, Tony. I can't oh. that song. Man, he'll know it. He'll it, put it, it on there for it, us it here. It never rains in Southern California. <laughs> yeah, that's no. what I was sucking yeah. up. <laughs> you talking about all you ever give me was the loot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Put that on there. Have, it, have that one ready to keep when we get ready to leave here. <laughs> yeah, um, listen, let's put a wrap on this poll question. Uh, our first chance to uh, talk about how much we admired uh, the work of James Kahn. He passed, uh, you know, and wanted to throw out there the obvious, you know, what was your favorite James Conn movie, Godfather, Misery, or Brian Song? And I think the, the clear-cut winner is going to be Godfather, correct? Yes, that is correct. But what about second and toyed? Okay, well, before I get the second and third, uh, third, whatever toyed. you just said, third, uh, you know, I was doing some stuff over here. I was getting um, Joe queued up. Did you wake up, Georgia, to start the 9 o'clock hour? I did. Okay. What yeah. time did you do? And we did Buford. Oh, okay, good. So I was, like I said, I was busy over here. Okay, I'm glad you did. I'm just trying to make sure I kept you on track because we kind of well, changed up the nine o'clock hour. To. You, you know? didn't have to today. All right, so I was there. Um, the 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 public is speaking to us that yes, Brian Song is coming in with a. They've taken a gap at second place. Okay. So Brian Song, Brian Song is up to 27 percent of the vote. Okay. Misery is coming in third at 18 with other picking up steam at 15%. So I've got Godfather and Brian Song on my Greg homework to do. With I'll try to get Misery in as well. I won't, might not get all three this week because I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, I'll get them in, I promise. All good movies, man. Like I said, it's and you know everybody's hitting us up with Elf. 
Yeah. You know, you hear a lot of that, families and all that. I just think it's because they want to just, you know, watch Will Ferrell burp for 20 minutes. Oh, oh, he holds, he holds that, bur- like, the longest burp in the world uh. is on that one. So, um, <laughs> we got that one out of the way. Coming up um, in just a little bit, we are going to talk to a Hall of Famer. Michael Irvin is supposed to join us here, and we hope that nothing interrupts that call and we get him on here. We got lots of questions for Michael Irvin, not only college football, pro football, his career, and and what he's doing in town. So, not that this out of the ordinary for him to be here. It ain't like this Birmingham, as you oh, said. Everybody you know, comes to Atlanta. Yeah. You, nothing else. You got to change your plane, right? You know, you know, yes. <laughs> yes. We'll do that. We'll we <laughs> yeah. do that. We will do that. Uh, we mentioned some people in, in the entertainment industry that we lost. There are a couple of people in the sports side that, that we lost this week, too. Uh, one is Hugh Evans, who was recently yeah. elected to the Basketball Hall of Fame. And you'll remember he's one, one of the, one of the um, you know, first line of African-American um, NBA Refs. of referees, officials, and uh, he predated dry fit because you <laughs> are know, you trying to say he, he he perspired a bit? A lot. He's running see, back and forth up and down the court, if, man. If, but if you see it, and that's before the game started. If you ever saw <laughs> pictures of of you Evans, he is the uh, official who is always just heavy, sweating heavy. like James Brown. Yeah, always, always. But but very well respected and and honored and remembered. And um, my goodness, he was elected to the. Uh, the, the Basketball Hall of Fame. The other is Mike Brito. And Mike Brito is a name you may not recognize, but it's a person you'll recognize because if you've ever watched the Dodgers baseball game, he even showed up in some movies. Yeah, he did. Uh, you know what I mean? I he think was, he was – what was it? What, 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 uh, we were talking about OJ earlier. Yeah, I, he was in the one naked of those Naked Gun? Movies. He's in one of those movies, the Naked okay. Gun. Uh, the guy who forever was right behind home plate with the radar gun. And, and- – and the Panama hat. And the Panama hat. Yes, passed away this week. He's the guy uh, that uh, did some scouting uh, for the Dodgers for many years. Fernando Valenzuela was one of the players that he brought to the Dodgers, and, you know, that guy's star took off. So a couple of people that we say rest in peace to from the sports side. There you go. Yeah. Other stuff that happened on this day, on this July 9th, the, um, as we said and talked uh, with Karen Pastana earlier about Wimbledon. By the way, oh, we got the match going on right now. Okay. The Can't give an update. going on? I don't know either of these two women. Don't know now one of them. Yeah, on <laughs> Shapur, she's up two zero in the in the in the first set. Today so, was the day of the first Wimbledon. Okay, first one. Okay, uh, and by the way, did I, it last two weeks? I it probably didn't last two I, weeks. No, back probably then. not. And they only had men early. Only you know, men. Only men. I, I I thought I heard you two, you and Karen both, have a faux pas during our interview, and I was surprised faux because pas. that should never happen with you two. Most. Everyone else, when they talk about this tournament, does it. But people who follow tennis, it's like nails on a chalkboard to them. They put a T in the word. Okay. And it sounded like you put a T in it. Did I always try to avoid that? Yeah. Wimbledon. No. No. See? Yikes. Wimbledon. Yeah. I heard you and Karen do it, and I was almost waved my finger, shook my finger at you, but I didn't. And I don't want to be that dude. Maybe because it was so early. (laughs) <laughs> That's usually well, the excuse usually, I use. We usually usually don't don't do that, but we we Satchel, talked. To, yeah, go ahead. Satchel Paige made his debut mm-hmm. today wow. in Major League Baseball, nineteen forty eight, and he came in at forty two years old. Wow! Now think about that today. Somebody was so sought after that they went after this person, and he was over forty years old. And the things was he was kind of made to wait too. That was a, that was the yep. other thing. He had to wait and wait and wait, and then he finally got his chance. Um, to uh, to be in the major leagues, and it came right down to having enough years in so he can get his pension retirement from baseball 
And so uh, he spent the last season, I think, here with the Braves, basically hanging out in the bullpen when the Braves were here in Atlanta. Right. Uh, Satchel Page can say he did play with the Braves. Got Atlanta United going up against Austin. The uh, pregame 6.30. Things get going at 7 o'clock. You can hear all that right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. There was one other piece of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about baseball here. I want to remind you about Unwritten Rules, which is also anywhere you can get podcasts, also under the Odyssey umbrella. It's just, you know, the story and the history and the culture all surrounding baseball's unofficial rule book, which drives a lot of people crazy. But there's a new podcast with that hosted by Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. The secrets, the not-so-secret guidelines, the big leaguers that follow these rules from bat flips to bean balls to brawls, a whole lot more. So anyway, you can download Unwritten on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. <sighs> yeah. I'm looking forward to this. I'm trying to decide what I want to talk to Michael Irvin about. Yeah, we got to go. I'm just saying, we, you know, I'm, I got a lot. This is one of those dudes we don't get. Well, this will be the first time we got him. It's our first Hall of Famer. And where do we go? We obviously <laughs> want to find out where, why he's in town, what he's doing. I know there's yeah. a connection with, with Atlanta Motor Speedway and NASCAR. Right. But this is Michael Irvin. Okay. I want, I want, I want to talk about. We, we, all right, Ted Mack. You know, there's this this We're going to do stuff. This Is Your Life. Well, his life's been out there for us. Okay, well, they, we, we know all that. Well, let's, let's find some other stuff out. Just, just go, go ahead and rain on my parade. No, hey, speaking no, of rain. Speak, no, speaking it, of rain. Well, why, why, why I got to, like, you know, follow us. This is, this is what we do. No. We, 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 we unearth, we try to unearth little nuggets from somebody whose life we think we know. Yeah. Like, how many fights did he get in with one of his 17 brothers or sisters over a meal because there's just so many folks in the house? But I'd like to hear that story. There's all kind of stuff he could talk about. What's the best best, best training camp fight he knows about? There know. you go. We, we only got about 15 minutes now. That's why now, I'm saying. So. Know. That's, that's why I said I don't you know, know where we, I want to go we, with we, him, you know, we, we past the obvious. We that's why we go back. I would rather talk about today. I'd rather get some stuff. Well, we're going to talk about today. We're going to start yeah. talking about today. You know, I, I, the, to me. Because we all that stuff, if folks can do, they hit the Google machine and get that. We always talk about today. What you thinking about today? The off season, the way we do in camp compared to what you did camp. What you think's coming up this season? Stuff like that. I'm, and and then what you said, college. Yeah, but I'm gonna ask him. Did Adam Sandler even throw one of those passes in uh, the remake of The Longest Yard? <laughs> that's something else. There you go. You got. You, that, that, I'm not going with that. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's not the one. What's the, the one? The commercial that they made. The NFL before the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, where they brought all those yeah, players all back. Those guys back, and you know Michael Irvin was in them, man. And it was like this hodgepodge. You got Goodell talking, and then Beast Mode trying to reach and grab a piece of cake and knocks the football <laughs> off the top of it, and yeah. all hell breaks loose after that. And you know rolls into Joe Montana's hands, and Michael Irvin comes out. Hey, Joe over here. Joe's like, <laughs> can't no can do, cowboy. He throws it to Jerry Rice. But, you know, making that commercial must have been great. But you're right. He's been in a couple movies, done some stuff. So, yeah, we got lots that of might, stuff that for might, him. That might be something cool. Yeah. All right. Anyway, we'll keep your fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> that we can get him. <laughs> been selling this like you know what. And, by the way, we're talking about him being in town with NASCAR. Well, I want to remind you, things are going out out there at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Don't look out your window and feel like stuff is closed down or it's not gonna. you're not going to have as much fun out there. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh Brandon Hutchison and his staff and everybody connected with that track is going to make sure you have a fabulous, have had and will continue to have a fabulous race week. Uh, culminating, with the ra- culminating with the races, of course, but all the stuff that's happening down there. And get down there and ride a mechanical bull if you can. I mean, please. It's, you got two of them. It's Sam and Greg on this ninth day of July. Michael Irvin. 
the playmaker joining us next. Sam Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 thegamecom Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio, that is the game, 929thegame.com. Sam and Greg with you on this Saturday morning. And my goodness, you hear that song in the background? That is the University of Miami fight song that is because our guest, Greg, that we have coming up. Future Big Ten. Well, but we don't. Could be future <laughs> SEC. You, future we, we, future we, Big Ten attendees, yeah. We, we don't know what we'll see. Is. We do know the person we got on right now is Pro Football Hall of Famer uh, and uh, yes. NFL Network, of course, uh, Dallas Cowboy legend. Uh, Michael Urban, welcome to Sports Radio 929 The Game this Saturday morning with Sam and Greg. How welcome, you doing? Welcome, Mike. Man, what's up, guys? And, and, and don't ask me. I don't know what all these letters and what's going on in college football. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why, why we just it, – it, it's getting so – I guess it's all about the money. It's all about money. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I tell you what, we'll, we'll weave back into the professional and maybe a little bit of college later on, but why are you here in town, Mike? Well, for NASCAR, for the NASCAR, you know, let me tell you, one thing I've always been enamored with are the people that do that thing that you couldn't pay me to do. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You can't pay me to get in a car and drive those cars like that. These are the sports that I love, that I love because I wouldn't do it. Like UFC fighting, you couldn't pay me to get in the ring to do a UFC fight. So I, so I love those sports and have the opportunity certainly to be involved with NASCAR. It's, it's just an honor. Are you just coming to watch? I know that uh, your former teammate Emmett Smith is actually involved in an ownership role with the team. Are you here just to observe or, or are you here as a, as a, well, as a guest? Well, well I, I'm here to observe. I, 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 I don't think I have any intentions on, on getting involved on the ownership side. But, but isn't that great, though? When you talk about the diversity and, and with NASCAR and what it used to be and now what 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 is coming and and you know what I'm saying that that's the real win and, and, and to be a part of that and to be around that yeah yeah that, that that's a beautiful thing. There's a lot of guys now that are in uh, in the ownership. Of course, everybody knows Michael Jordan and all of that. So so yeah so so yeah if, if it brings me a good piece. Then I will certainly look into that, but I'm sure he <laughs> try to keep that for himself. You know Michael, right. Michael Irvin joined right. Sam and Greg here, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. Mike, you know, it's funny that you say that. And, and listen, everybody can relate to driving fast, but there's something about right. being there at the race, the sound, right. the, for people who've never been around that. You know, it's like we talk about going to hockey games. Yeah, I don't like hockey. I tell you what, when you go for the first time and you see the speed of what these guys do. Different. It is crazy something right. different. Is the same thing, uh, did that happen to you the first time you went to a NASCAR race? Yeah, listen, and the, and the first time I got in one, now, because, you know, Brad, Brad would be driving, too. And Brad, man, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years ago, Brad came to the Texas Motor Speedway. I was, uh, I was on a radio show here in Dallas, and, and part of it was I, I got a chance to go get in a car with Brad Kozlowski, man, and he drove around that track. Oh, dog. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. <laughs> And, and you can hear them talking, right? And they were like, take them an inch away from the wall. I'm like, no, don't take me an inch away from the wall. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't. I mean, he was going for 200 miles an hour, and they can get an inch away from that wall. Now, I was, listen, 
I was scared. I had just really retired. I was like, please, I don't want nothing to happen to me. I got my money stacked. I don't want some other dude coming up here in Atlanta with my wife spending my money. Please, let's show this car down. We were going crazy at that, man. But, but it was so thrilling. And you get the chance to see, really, the gift that these, young, that, that these men have in driving those cars, man. You, to be able to control that car going that fast and getting that close to the wall where, you know, there's no way we have that skill set. So, Mr. Irvin, you got to say that you, that going around that track was scarier than seeing Ronnie Lott closing in, coming across the middle. That was scarier than Ronnie Lott. Man, I, I, I see Ronnie Lott every day of the week. Every day of the week, you know. I, 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 ain't, no, ain't, ain't no way I want to see that race car going that fast, coming that close to, to, to that track. But, you know, it's so funny you bring that up. And, and that really is, you know, I always tell people, that really is how, how, like, like for me, even coming up and playing ball, that's how I overcame fears. You know, people say, oh, you were fearless. No, no one's fearless. That's not true. God gave us certain fears and fears to keep us safe. But, but, but courage says that there was a that, – that courage doesn't say there was an absence of fear. It says there was an ability to overcome that fear. And that's what I – so when I played seeing Ronnie Lott, it was – I can put Ronnie Lott up against a greater fear like Michael. You know, you go cross this middle and test that ball. You run cross this middle and check that ball, or you can run back to the ghetto. All of a sudden, running lot ain't so scary. I go get this ball. Y'all forget that. I ain't going back to that ghetto. So let's get this done right now. But 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 this car thing is a different thing. Michael Irvin joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. And this is infinitely a better interview and, and, and nicer for him than going up against Stephen A. Smith. So I'm sure he's more comfortable talking talking to us right now. But here's my question to you. Are you the player that you were? If you only had one or two brothers, as opposed to the family that you did grow up with, the sixteen siblings, uh, sixteen brothers and sisters I grew up. And you know, man, I'm gonna tell you something. That's a great question, man, because there's no, no, no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my mind. And I've said that many a times that that played a role in how how my career evolved. You know what I mean? Being blessed to, to win championships on, on, on every level, it, it definitely played a role in understanding teamwork. You know, so so absolutely. I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that was the case. Would have been the case had I come up. Though I. Though I. I, I argue with God. Why couldn't I just be an only child? Why I had to have all these other jokers in this house? Why don't you know what I'm saying? But 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 to that too now. To that, and this is what I tell young guys now. In our league, our league in the game of football. You know, you, when you're playing games like this, you, you have man to man and hand to hand combat. So, so it's great to have a great skill, but since you're going against another man, you also have to have a great will. And, and, and growing up without anything helped develop that will, that will to win, that will to fight, you know. So, so yeah, skill is great, but, but I, I don't think I would have had as much success had I not grown up exactly like I grew up. Folks, we're pleased to be spending some time with the Hall of Famer, the Playmaker, Michael Irvin with us here on Sports Radio 929 The Game this morning. Right, let's talk a little football here because you are with NFL Network, and we're here in Atlanta, and we know what y'all been saying about what our team is going to be like this year. Um, Matt Ryan is, is gone. We drafted a wide receiver at the first round. Um, but there's a whole lot of new out here with us. Your thoughts about what you've seen our team do so far? Yeah, uh, but, but I'm going to tell you something. I, I, I like Jake London. It's one of the best young guy receivers coming out in this class, and he has a physicalness to him. 
you know, that he plays with. Now, now, what what you expect to be is been it'll be an interesting season for you this year. But when you look at what Atlanta has, you have a nucleus of something that you can really do something with. Start with. I don't know if Marcus Mariota is your quarterback, but man, you got pitch, you got London, and and, and you know God put His hands on Ridley and, and and look over him. You get that talent back too. So I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with him. I don't think anybody knows right now. But if you get talent like that back, well, you got the makings of something if you can put a few more good pieces together and start doing some things. So it'll be interesting to watch, you know, how how that plays out, especially with Cordero Patterson playing the way he played and the way he played last year. It'll be interesting to see how how all of that plays out. And as the Atlanta Falcons are on the way up, they still got to deal with that dude down in Tampa Bay in this division. And how do you explain to anybody what we're seeing at 40-plus coming out of that quarterback position with Brady? It's it's phenomenal. And it goes back to what we were just talking about, about skill and will. Because when you see Tom Brady, when you saw him on that that draft pick, you know, if somebody would have said to you, bet, you, you, how much money? They put a pick couple pictures of him and some other quarterbacks up and say, "How much money do you bet that which one of these quarterbacks will never win in the NFL?" Everybody would have bet on Tom Brady. That, that dude right there. You see what that body looks like. Everybody would have paid with Tom Brady bet. But but that's his will. That that's how he studies the game. That's what he puts into the game, and he demands that he gets he gets everything out of it. That's why I just enjoy him, man. I love him. And, and and he's a good dude for sticking his hands, putting his neck out for guys like Antonio Brown. I knew in the end he turned it turned around and bit him in the in in the end, bit him in his butt. But he was still, he was in the right place. He was a good dude. And I always say stuff like this: what Tom did for AB, that was between Tom and God. What AB did to Tom, that'll be that'll be between AB and God, and God'll see him on that. But that's why. Tom Brady's just a different dude, man. It's not just his game. It's also how he is with his teammates, the type of leader he is. He's that rare thing that you really get in the NFL. That's truly the heart and soul of your team being at the quarterback position. The heart and soul of your team at the quarterback position. That's what Tom Brady is. And you rarely get that in the NFL. We got a few more minutes to go here before we have to wrap things up with Michael Irvin enjoying the time with you. We started out talking a little college ball. Um, what would it take to recruit Michael Irvin today with this NIL flying around all over the place? Uh, what, what would it what 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 would it take? Um, and how much attention do you pay? Are you paying to that? You know, I, I, yeah, I pay attention to it. And, and, and listen, finances are, are, are important in every realm that we walk in. Let's all be real. But but I was I was just leaving my workout. One of the guys I work out with, and I had him on my podcast uh, the other day, was Evan Neal. Evan Neal, man, a, a big big dude, just got drafted by the Giants, seven pick in draft and draft. Uh, and, and I see the kind of work he puts in, and he signed a big deal already. And I'm watching the kind of work he puts in, and I say, hey, man, you'll get a chance to make legacy money. He said, man, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about leaving a legacy on the field. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so yes, I would always like to think, well, I'm on, I want an opportunity to make as much as I can want to make, but I want to still go to the place where I can win some games and leave a legacy. 
I always just had the money without the trophies, without the wins. Without, you, you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It all matters, but I, but but the winning, the winning matters to me. You I know, gotta, I got to be well with it. Mike, you got that gold jacket. Which one of your teammates are you waiting to see get that one? That hasn't. Well, man, you, you know, let me tell you something. And there'll be a lot of guys that'll get it. But let me tell you one guy. That, that, that I think they've overlooked. That's the all-time leading tackler for the Dallas Cowboys in Darren Woodson. You know, and Darren Woodson uh, uh, plays safety here for Dallas, man. Just, he, he's a phenomenal player, phenomenal player. But we had so many guys getting so much credit that, that guys like him uh, didn't get all the credit he deserves. So, so hopefully, and I know they've had him up a few times, but ho- hopefully, yeah, hopefully they'll start getting, giving him his chest. Fantastic, fantastic. Michael, it was great. This has been a treat just to spend some time with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And I know it. And uh, anybody going to be rooting for at the race tomorrow, you just coming to watch it. And, and the driver, you're going to say, you know, yeah. new, new Brad Kozlowski. Is the one you're going to be pulling for? Yeah. Well, yeah, Brad, but I, but I want to see Bubba too, man. I, yeah, I, 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 want, I want to just shake his hand, just to appreciate the way he handled some of the things, some of the adversity that came his way. and the class in which he handled it with. So I'm looking forward to seeing all the guys out there, man. I'm looking forward to seeing all the guys. Are you guys coming out to the race? I'll be out there. We'll be looking for you. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, say what's up now. Now, let me just let me clear one thing up to now. You guys didn't really have any real hopes of the Falcons going anywhere. I didn't douse you with any water, right? You were not on fire <laughs> thinking that you had a possibility of something going down, especially – with that goat over in your division. I just want to make sure. <laughs> hey, listen, we, we're just happy to shut down New Orleans first, right? <laughs> we, we got Sean Payton out of there. We got, we got, we got Drew Brees out of there. Yeah. That's the real nemesis is New Orleans. <laughs> you know, we, we deal with Tampa. We can let Tom Lee, but we got New Orleans looking up at us. That's the way we look at it. <laughs> right, right, one, one at a time. <laughs> All right, right, there. All right, guys. It's great talking to you guys, man. Got you, Mike. Michael Irvin joining us, Sam and Greg here. Enjoy your time here in Atlanta, buddy. Absolutely, buddy. Thank All you. All right. Yeah, this was a whole lot easier than seeing him go back and forth with Stephen A. Oh, my goodness. He, and plus, we let him talk, too. <laughs> Interrupt him and just, yeah. Hey, it's our first Hall of Famer. How about that? All right, well, we'll be back. We'll see if we can get one tomorrow. Chris Goforth <laughs> is up next. It is Sam and Greg. Eric, thank you for everything. want to thank all our guests today, Karen Pustana, Doug Robertson, Joe Patrick, and, of course, the Hall of Famer playmaker, Michael Irvin. You guys have yourself a big day. Enjoy your time out there, whether it's going to the Atlanta United-Austin match, whether you're going out to Atlanta Motor Speedway, or whatever you're doing today. Have yourself a big day. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.